you are listening to the Gourmet Pens Club podcast. This is a collective of creators and callings that bring us together. Here are your hosts, Aziza and Candice. Hello! Welcome to episode 330, which is also my age, eight years ago, <laughs> of the Gourmet Pens Club podcast. I'm so sorry, Chi. Uh, this is where we talk about pens and inks and paper, poor self-control, and more. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Aziza, a.k.a. Gourmet Pens. Let's welcome my co-host. Hi, I am the co-host. Uh, I am Candice, Inks and Anchors on Instagram. Well, we're ready for the fun, so... Let's hang let's out! Hang out. <laughs> we, that's fine. We, we've, we've given got up. that. No, no, that was pretty good. That's was pretty it? good. Yeah, okay. I, so. I was the, what is it, falsetto, soprano? Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> it has been a while since we have done new acquisitions. And I actually am excited to do this because I have a new acquisition. I know. That's exciting. It, it is. Because so, Aziza, what is it? It's been a while. Okay, I'm going to tell you. Okay, so I found <laughs> Pen Day. I went to visit Take Note Store. And it is owned by Yolanta, and it's a it's actually not that small. It's medium size. And I was just browsing. I was actually there to get a replacement Maruman Nemosine. Uh oh, that is not how you pronounce it. Nemosine. Nemosine. Was it? Yes, our babble bomb. Okay, I can't remember. Nemosine. Yeah, I think it was Nemosine. The Nemosine. Is that a uh, French anyway. accent on a I German? Know. I don't <laughs> on know. A Japanese word. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, listen, I'm okay. I, yes, okay. Uh, okay. I am so educated. You went, I swear. Get, you went to get a replacement, blah blah blah. Yes, on your... I had to get a new one because I actually used up a notebook. So, wow. and I was browsing, but it was an, also and you did not have another notebook. This not shocks this, me. Not this exact one. <laughs> of course, we not. can have an entire podcast episode about the specific notebook setup confirmation at why it's perfect for me okay uh, nobody cares uh <laughs> i so. care I, I think it's interesting okay okay i'm gonna write that down then topic maruman namasine setup setup okay well maybe we should talk about i think we should maybe talk about on that episode perhaps what notebooks we have that we use daily that's a good idea wait uh chi you're gonna have to do a lot of editing here <laughs> I was actually just gonna. I was gonna keep that in the uh, episode. We didn't have to. Anyway, oh, not that we absolutely part. can. <laughs> that part. Anyway, go ahead. No, we totally can. Fountain pen day. I'm browsing. I pick up my Maruman Nemosine notebook. I put it on my pile, and I'm just perusing because often she also has a little cart with discount stuff on it. So there was also washi tape. I only got it because it was really cheap and cute, and I use washi tape a lot. And then I just meandered past her fountain pen section. Long story short, I left with a sailor, even though I was like, I don't need any more sailors. It is the Sailor Pro Gear Slim, but it is the Line Friends series and it's pink. So it has a clear pink cap and a somewhat translucent body. So you could actually see the, the pink converter through the body. Oh, that's cute. It's got a little happy face on the nib. I mean, on the finial. And there's a rabbit on the nib. So I mean, that's adorable. I, you know, it's been a long time since I have just walked by a pen and thought, Ooh, what really, really 
really like that, like enough that I want to buy it. And so I did purchase it because it just felt right. It's cute. You know? Yeah, that's awesome. What what and nip size does it come in? It's a medium. Wow. I know because I'm horrified and disgusted to say this, but I find myself needing finer nibs every now and then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's come over to the dark side. <laughs> uh, so let's let's not dwell on that too much. Let's just say I'm very excited about it. I'm very happy with it. And it's one of the many joys of having a brick and mortar location to be able to visit and enjoy. So that's what I did for my fountain pen day. What did That's you do? Awesome. Well, what did you, what are your new acquisitions? You're always um, way worse. Was that the <laughs> only thing you acquired? Uh, yes. No. Huh? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, no. Oh, this doesn't count because it's just a nib unit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, virtual pen show. Somebody posted a Pelican M800 nib unit, but it's the oblique triple broad with the two chick engraving. So it's an older style nib. And the price was like, redonk yeah and i so i just jumped on it because i figured worst case i could sell it are the older style nib units are they is it just because they're rarer or is it like do they write better or they are different yeah um the in my experience the newer ones that have the single chick engravings are a little more firm but also the tipping is not as crisp so the oblique triple mm. bra that I have is a little more bouncy, but the oblique is a little more crisp. So it's actually more like a cursive oblique. I love it. It, it gives spectacular vari- like line variation. The writing experience is to die for. And I'm very confused because you said it's it's crisp and therefore yeah. it's like a cursive oblique, isn't that? Yeah, the, like it's exact... crisper than the modern obliques. Right. So, um the they also do like an oblique double broad in the m600 and stuff mm-hmm. and i do have one of those and it is a single chick and it's the tipping although is oblique which typically are stubby shaped mm-hmm. on the single chick engravings they're more like a stub whereas right. the double chick ones are more like a cursive italic oblique. okay this is wildly confusing i'm sure <laughs> uh just trust me when i say if you like somewhat bouncy but crisp line variation, mm-hmm. the double chick nibs are a delight. And so, so that's what I did. It doesn't count. That sounds okay. Yeah, it doesn't if you count. You say so. Yeah, no, it's it doesn't count. It's I already have a pen, so for it, so it doesn't matter. Okay, so that kind of segues nicely into I have two new acquisitions that I wanted to talk about. You know, as I said, what I wanted to talk about because I probably have more than two since the last time we talked it's been about a while new acquisitions. Since we've talked yeah, about new acquisitions. But, yeah, but there are two that that make sense. They're kind of related, actually, to what you just said because um, just the last thing you said was talking about the pelican nibs. So you and I actually bought another yep. batch of pelican nibs, and it was M eight hundred. I it? got the italic broad. Yes. I have no idea if it's one or two chicks and I don't have it actually with me. I forgot. It's one chick. Oh, no wonder. Because as you were describing the nib, I was saying, yes, that's exactly what my nib looks. It feels bouncy and it's also kind of crisp, right? So the line variation is very, very nice with mine. You got it done, right? Like you had it. And then I had it tuned. Yeah, tuned because... Well, it's a pelican. In my experience, pelicans are, you know, whatever. Yes. It's a suggestion, yes. whatever the, yeah, whatever exactly. is on the nib thing. So um, 
I did get it. I did get it tuned, and I find a lot of times the Pelicans and Viscontis to be a bit overpolished for my liking and mm-hmm. way too smooth. And I like feedback, as you know. So I actually got this one and, and tuned up, and so there is feedback. It's a touch feedbacky to the point where it kind of almost sings to me as I write. Mm, that's some delicious. I know some people don't like that, but I I had it done by Solomon at the Toronto Pen Company, and he said that. When he tried to take out some of the feedback, it became more overpolished to the point yes. where like, it was hard to start. Yeah. And yeah. so we ended up adding back the feedback. And he said, I said, I would prefer to have the feedback that to yeah. deal with the hard starts for the um, bit, the overpolished and bit of baby's bottom or whatever it That's is. That's so, really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, I have posted a few photos on Instagram of this nib because I actually got, so when I got the nib, I don't have a pelican. Right. And so I knew I wanted to put it in one of my custom pens, but being an M800 flexible nib factory only has eyedropper collars. Is it? Um, for... Uh, M800 Pelican nibs. They have converter collars for M600 slash M400. They take the same collar size, but for M800, they only have uh, eyedropper. And so, you know how I feel about eyedroppers. They, <laughs> it's not that I don't like eyedroppers. It's just that I find when I've used eyedroppers, it tends to burp. The ink tends That's to burp. Because you're I'm so hot. Blooded. I am hot blooded. <laughs> We need some like sexy music in here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so anyway, I had Skogsy Pens, who he and I think it's um, and Ben from Mayfair Pens Mm -hmm. are the two that I know of that have eyedropper pens that tend to have thicker walls on the barrel in order to, as a result, the, you know, it doesn't, uh, your hands don't heat up the ink as quickly or at all, actually. And because I've never had any of my Mayfair pens burp ink. And so for those of you that don't know, typically when you have an eyedropper pen, they say that you have to fill it up with ink so that there isn't room to expand and therefore the ink doesn't burp out. Is um, it? And I do not like to fill my pens because I change my inks all the time frequently and I would just end up wasting the ink if it was filled with, completely filled with the um, the body filled with ink. So anyway, um, Skogsy creates this low volume eyedropper pen and basically the walls are very, very thick and there's only like a millimeter of space in the barrel for the ink. And so he created this for me to fit my Bach number six collar that fits in the conversion collar that fits in the M800 nib. That was confusing. Um, and yes, it's it was. beautiful. I love it. I love it. It's beautiful. It's made from a Stormwinds material called Wildflower Fields. And I think it's serendipity in the section. The blank names don't that, matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's gorgeous. Whatever yep. it is, it's yep. gorgeous. And there's just enough transparency translucency in the barrel that you can see the ink but it's not very it's not very transparent or anything like that to see the ink sloshing around which is fine it's kind of like a really nice dress with a little slit yes exactly it's like hey boys or (laughs) girls or you know hey (laughs) y'all and i yeah so i commissioned that after (laughs) i ordered the nib because you know, talk about the tail wagging the dog, right? But then again, is it really because the nib is quite important and well, that's probably actually, the if dog? Well, actually, if I recall correctly, 
I'm the one who demanded we get these nibs. Yes. So technically, yes. So we could be samesies. The tail. <laughs> That's of right. Sorts. Wagging this dog. <laughs> and, and I, I didn't even yes. count that as a new acquisition because it doesn't count. It's just a nib it, unit. It's just a nib. Okay. Well, yeah. I have to count it because I ordered the pen to fit the nib. Yes. And right. You bought the anyway, whole dog it's for the tail. That's yeah. right. <laughs> and okay, we'll leave that one alone. And the next okay. pen, the next pen is so to match yours. It just worked out this way. Is a sailor pen. It's a pink sailor pen. Oh. It is the Shishikura limited edition sailor pen, and it's called My Sakura. And this one, when I saw it posted right away, I said, this is my dream. I've wanted a pink is sailor it? pen that was not like a fuchsia pink. I had a fuchsia pink one and it was... Or like a baby soft pink, like the... Too pale. That I, I thought that was too pale. The Hachimangia. Um, yes. Doesn't matter. Is it called cherry blossom? Whatever. Okay. Whatever whatever it's called, cherry blossoms or sakura, whatever. Anyway, this one, when they posted it on their Instagram feed, it was perfect because it is pro gear size. Yep. Pro gear size. Oh, yes. You like the... Yeah. I like the bigger size. And mm -hmm. the trim is rhodium trim, so it's not gold trim. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that was the other reason I didn't like the Hachimangia because it was rose gold trim, but the nib wasn't the same color as the trim. Correct. It was yellow gold. So it was, wrong. It was yellow or it was not maybe, quite... Maybe our producer will post a picture of her pen. So that people can see. You're maybe. forcing her to post something, which is she not She can also chop us out, so we'll see what happens. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and this has the metal section, which I actually quite love on the sailors. I know a lot of people don't like metal sections. Mm -hmm. And the nib is, um, it's cute. It's a special nib. It has like a, a lantern and cherry blossoms falling from the sky. Oh. <gasps> Anyway, I didn't look at your nib. I was looking at the grind you got on it. I didn't look I at know. the engraving. So, and then oh, I did cute. pay extra to have somebody pick it up for me at the store because I wanted to make sure I got a Zoom nib. And I feel like you can only get these Zoom nibs if you actually purchase the right. pen on the day or right. reserve, right? Reserve and have yeah. it picked up or whatever. So anyway, I got a Zoom nib and I got it ground into an engineer's grind. So Toronto Pen Company has an engineer's grind, which is basically fine or extra fine on the regular with a flip side of architect my favorite that that is hands down right. my favorite grind because i can do zentangles on the regular but every so often mm -hmm. i want to flip it around and do headings with the architect or full writing whatever is um, it? or sometimes when i'm tangling i need to color in a section mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you need the thicker thicker nib for that anyway hey candace how many pens do you have mine. now <laughs> <laughs> i'm just wondering i have 94 which is less than 95 which was the number wasn't it didn't we have this conversation like a month ago you and i where you said something similar you were like it's less than 95 and i'm like wasn't the number 80 no the number was never 80 it was never 80 it was possibly was it 90? 90 it was possibly 90 but i think okay, it was really listeners, 95 anyone who remembers <laughs> please let us know so that we can penalize her by having me take one of the pens that I want. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't need more pens, but I will enjoy more pens. Okay. Now, uh, where I may have you beat is notebook. Um, I, I haven't even counted. That's how bad it is, right? I don't, I don't okay. keep track of this. I just kind of know in my head that yeah. I have lots of notebooks and yeah. all different sizes and um, paper. We wanted to do like a paper talk thing, not a paper guide because they're are countless paper types and the prices vary the availability is so random so we're going to talk about 
what we like. And we'll describe <laughs> why we like it. Because you know what? I'm vain and want to talk about myself. No, I'm just kidding. It's a hard podcast. No, I'd say, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm I just, it's what I have experience in. So yep. uh, the paper talk. Now, first of all, I do not have as many notebooks as one might think. I probably have more. So, <laughs> <laughs> And I will say there are probably, th- okay, five papers that I have to make sure are in my stock at all times. Okay. Maybe six. Okay. So one is Tomo, Tomo uh-huh. River paper. and Not just Tomo. Yes. It has to be 52 grams. Right. Like the the 68 is, it's okay. Um, But I find the experience of the 52, I prefer the thinner the thinner feel and the crink- um, the crinkle of the fifty two is what yes. really gets you right. Yes, the sixty eight I mean, is sixty eight does well, cr- and it does crinkle a bit, but not as well as the fifty two. I just like the the risk of the fifty two with the bleeding and the oh. Okay, so we'll talk about <laughs> what all this means. Um, I have Grafilo. Yes, I do not know a whole lot about Grafilo except that they're expensive in North America. They're hard to get in North America, but they are very lovely, very very fountain pen friendly. And I really, I really do like them. And I have the Baroban Nemosene. Hopefully I got that one right. So sorry. Because as we know, I had to go restock on that. The Kokuyo KB paper, mm-hmm. which I usually buy in reams. And right. hole punch for my postal code snap pad. Snap pads. Uh, <laughs> and last but not least, it's actually something new that I'm trying out it's the endless stationery from india it's the regalia paper okay so it's not as super coated and smooth as tomo it's not as thin as tomo but it feels a little more appropriate for like business conduct because it's not as crinkly but it's very fountain pen friendly but there's not like there's no show through because it's a little thicker Mm -hmm. and it just feels a little more presentable if you're meeting with cool folks who are not pen people. What is it? How does it compare to the Nebula Nebula Note premium paper? It's very similar in terms of how it feels. So it's slightly toothy. However, right. I do believe the Endless is ever so slightly smoother. Yeah. So whereas the Nebula it, Note premium is yeah. good for tooth, if you like, especially if you do pencil work or watercolor and stuff. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Because we're going to be talking about these terms while we talk about our favorite papers. Let's let's describe these things. First of all, when we talk about fountain pen friendly, there is no measure for it. It's very subjective. In my opinion, what fountain pen friendly means is that there will not be feathering. So when you write on the page, it's not going to look like tiny little lightning streaks spreading. Veins. Veins spreading. Veins. From yeah. your, like when you drop ink on your skin and it runs up the skin vein bits never mind <laughs> um, i think feathering is the most significant sign of not fountain pen friendly paper yes yes and then bleed through is when your ink actually gets absorbed by the paper and soaks through to the next side it doesn't necessarily need to print onto the page underneath <laughs> but you can't really use the back side of the page because right. it's like it's been uh, you know colored by the ink Mm-hmm. Uh, show through is similar, but it doesn't 
bleed through to the final layer so that you can use the backside. I'm okay with show through. I, I agree. Uh, bleed through, to be honest, I can even deal with bleed through. The only thing that I do not accept is feathering. So those are the qualifiers for fountain pen friendly. And for me, for you, when I talk about for you, for me, it, yeah. your miles may vary. Your tines may vary. <laughs> um, and when I talk about stuff like smoothness versus tooth, some papers are coated, which allows ink to sit on the page. Usually this means longer drying times, but it also means that the paper fibers are not absorbing the ink. And that is often, but not always, an indicator of fountain pen friendliness. And tooth, and what does it mean if you when, actually feel when it. When it's sitting on top of the paper, what ends is up it? happening to the ink? Oh, then you, it. so the drying times take longer, but you do get a separation of the ink in terms of the line that you created or the swatch you've created. So you often get really nice shading. The ink will show saturation better. So you could see the variation in the saturation. And especially you'll see sheen, which is the just a, a qual like a, a characteristic of an ink that has a significant amount of dye in it. And um, for twos, if you actually run your finger across a page, it won't glide. It's not like hot knife through butter. You'll just be able to detect that it's not super smooth. So it's it's a something that I find works really well with nibs that have baby's bottoms because it just helps to suck the right. ink out a little and get them going. And Beautiful like the with pelican pencils. nibs that you <laughs> we were just talking <laughs> about. <laughs> yeah, and, and definitely with pencils. Yeah. It just captures the, like, catches the lead really nicely. Mm -hmm. And uh, beautiful for faux calligraphy, like things with, like, if you're decorating, flourishing. Um, I often practice on my toothier notebooks with pencils just to practice my cursive and um, flourishing styles. So I have a lot of fun with that. Okay, I've rambled a lot. Candice, tell us. Because you actually do different things than what I do for the most part with your pens and notebooks. So what what do you like? What do you look for? Do you mean what's fountain pen friendly for me or just generally what I that, like in notebooks? Yeah, as well yeah. as like what notebooks you what notebooks do you like? What do you enjoy? What do you favor? I agree with your two things. For me, feathering <laughs> is an absolute no. <laughs> it has to be um, not feathering. And it cannot bleed through. And that okay. to me is the very definition of fountain pen friendly because in everything else, it's, you know, having sheen and uh, shading and having those a paper perks, show right? all those properties. They're perks and they're they're just, you know, uh, just degrees of the various fountain pen friendly papers, I guess. So in terms of what do I like, I love the crinkle. I love the fact oh, that I yes. can. Yeah. I like the thinner pages that will show the qualities of the ink. Um, so the shading and the sheen. Um, mm -hmm. I um, do not like the uh, when it's, something's really, really cool. So my my least favorite fountain, I, can I say least favorite fountain pen friendly paper? Possibly. Absolutely. Well, only because I, I don't know them all. Not obviously. your preferred. Not well, your so preferred. Far, yeah, it's, it's Rhodia. Oh, I just find, I find it to be, it, there really is like, a coating on it that yes it is coated yeah very but very very coated right like yeah it's just a lot of nibs i find that i have tend not to work on it even though a lot of my nibs almost all my nibs all have a touch of feedback mm -hmm. and so they're they tend not to be polished at all because once it's polished like it feels over polished it goes to a nib meister to get some feedback added to it which is what i did just recently when i right. purchased a couple of pens 
um, and they were used. And I think somebody may have polished off and, and smoothed out the polished typical off. feedback. Yeah. yeah. The typical feedback that comes with a pilot nib, for instance, or a sailor nib. And I had to just right, immediately right. rectify that and add the feedback back in. So anyway. I had to probably um, fix that situation. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I find that Rhodia is my least favorite. Although, although, interestingly, I do like the French ruled paper, which tends to be Clairefontaine Rhodia, which is the same company, right? You like Wait, so the say the Sayez paper, the one with yeah, the crazy grids? Yeah, it's not crazy. Yeah, that I like doesn't it stress because... you out. No, no, just but me. Only, okay, only because if I'm practicing. So that is for those of you who don't know it. It's it is crazy grid. It's like five lines, and there's I think in France. I don't know if any other jurisdictions they use that line paper specifically to teach children how any to other do cursive. <laughs> Other oh, country describe it. Um, how to to write cursive, and because right. they have all the lines, there's specific rules that actually apparently are standard when it comes to writing with that paper. You know, for instance, you lower letters only go to the first line. Oh, and, right, um, right. It does give you lines certain, for the ascenders and yeah, descenders. Descenders, and, right, yeah. yeah. And then if you right. so all of that, that's to practice your cursive. But of course, you could use whatever lines you want. But because there's so many lines, there's so many options that I find that if you're practicing a new font, it's a Girl. nice, it's a nice notebook to have because yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, that's interesting. The lines are drawn and you can practice you on it. You should do a tangle on some of that paper. Yeah, I using done the, that. the Different lines? The ruling that's already set out. Yeah, yeah. You know, that could be interesting. It could Nobody's be. Nobody's done I that find, before. I find that for me, I really enjoy the grid paper. I don't know why. I mean, dots, I also okay, like Okay, we need as to well. talk about rulings. Okay, talk about the rulings. Describe some rulings because you had Wait, we only talked about your lists. least favorite. Well, we can't, eh, you did talk okay. about your favorite a bit. Well, I do like, yeah, Tomo 52 GSM. I do like Grafilo. Um, yes. I actually enjoy Cosmo Airlight, huh, which is a 70, 75 GSM. Yeah, it's kind of in between the 52, yeah. 68, I find it, I find 90. It, I don't it's love pillowy. it all the time. It's pillowy, yeah. but it's also saturated. Like the colors really yes. come out. And because yes. I do write with fine nibs a lot of times, yeah. so even the very, very fine nibs, it will expand it ever so slightly. It makes the lines yes, look a bit thicker. Yes, because of that pillowiness. Yeah. yeah. And, it's like a slightly soft bed. It just like takes yeah. it in. <laughs> and I don't and I don't mind it. I mean, obviously, if I'm like writing in a hurry, yeah. it's not the... For me, the, my preferred way to do it. But if I'm drawing or zentangling, I do like it because it slows me down and it's very deliberate. Yes. Right. Right. And so, right. And so it does. I do well with zentangles on that. And right. The, right. I find the shading isn't as produced shading as yeah. much. Right. Yeah. Um, same. And which when you're zentangling shading, it can be pretty, but sometimes it can be a pain because. Yeah. It doesn't create the defined lines that you might want. I feel like Cosmo almost evens out an ink. Yep. To make it more consistent when you put it down. Yes. Somehow. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. And that can be good or bad, depending on the circumstance, right? Right. Like, 
Right. I Depends think it does what you show like sheen, and... though. Doesn't it show sheen? It does show it does. sheen. Yeah. 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 So I um, I do like that in certain circumstances. Uh, Midori is also, which I know is a favorite of our producers, the Midori cotton. Oh, the cotton. Right. Yeah. Right. Again, I think there's tooth in that one, right? So it's... Um... <laughs> now, I do like Midori cotton, but I do not like cream paper. I like white paper. Yeah, I like white paper as well. Prefer white so... paper. I have used cream, but... Uh, I have does Graffilo come in cream or white? Because I've seen it in cream as only, As far right? as I know, only white. Yeah. Oh, white. Okay. Yeah. Um, or like then... soft white. Not like the Clairefontaine bright white. Right. But right, right, not, yeah. not like not the Rodeo cream. Web Notebook apricot yellow. Yeah. Okay. And then there's two actually new papers that I'm kind of trying out recently. I just got the notebooks. I've only written a few words in it because I haven't had a time to play with it. But one is Rasa, Rasa Paper from Masubi, R-A-S-A, I think. That's okay. how I spell it. And um, <laughs> it could be wrong. Okay. So I think I think Masubi just, just released this for the San Francisco Pen Show. And we had a mm-hmm. friend from the Toronto Pen Group that was visiting. Hold up. And so I got... You had what? someone mule stuff for you and didn't offer me any mulings? I didn't... It wasn't me to offer, but it was... No, <laughs> It was actually somebody else's service. It was actually Chi that that our producer Chi, who ended up also getting it muled by the same person. And then I realized, oh, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) What the? Okay, sorry. Uh, Okay, Rasa Paper. Okay. Rasa Paper. And the other one that is new to me is Usari. Wow. Oh my God. I am so behind in the paper world right now. Yes. And so I've seen people talk about the Usari paper and I actually ordered it on Amazon. Unfortunately, after I ordered mine, apparently somebody posted on the Pen Attic Slack that it was on sale for $5. I think I paid three times that much for my notebook. $5. Anyway, I did not get it for $5. Did you buy more? If you bought more, you could even out the entire purchase. I did not know about it or else I would have. Because Candace, this is a podcast about poor self-control. I, well, I would have, I'm just saying I would have known about it. If I had known about it, I would have purchased it. Right. Because it was a deal, right? Anyway, yeah. the sorry papers so far, I really like it. It's actually, to me, pretty close to Tomo. 52, oh. I think. Yeah, I think it's, I have to experiment more. But when I, so the Rasa paper is closer to Cosmo, I think. Is it? And this uh, Usari paper is very similar to Tomo so far. We need a paper orgy. Yes. Like a paper petting party. Yes. <laughs> I lived, I truly do that on purpose. Uh, but it was very fitting. We need a paper petting party because I need to feel these papers for research. Yeah, I think we should. I think we should. And we should do. So here's a question. I, I totally forgot about my Grafilo notebooks, if you can believe it. How do you, you know what? It's because I have okay. too many notebooks. That's why I forgot no, you don't. about it. You do not. No, you don't. You don't. I think our producer still is shocked about what I said about the paper orgy. Um, a good thing for those papers that show no bleed through. So <laughs> what about Eroful? Have you tried that paper? Oh, I have not tried or it, but I have. Iroful. I have heard that it is very similar to Cosmo. In okay, fact, okay, I think, okay. I think I think I've heard that it is the same as Cosmo, just branded and called something different. Okay, I bought some for the shop just because I was like, "Huh, this looks intriguing." So I, I haven't think, actually tried one, but maybe I think you, you need to. Yeah, I think you need to yeah. let me try it so I can decide <laughs> whether I like it and comparing yes. it to Cosmo. And uh, yes, I have to I'll, actually yeah, find my Cosmo work. paper as well. Which oh, well, there's. Okay, yeah. I know I have to dig that. through like yeah. many boxes yeah. of supplies that I have to. Okay, Candace, here's the real question. What's your favorite ruling? Oh, 
Okay, my favorite ruling. Why don't you review the rulings and then I can tell you. (laughs) Okay, I just put together a couple. This is absolutely not a comprehensive list. This is just the ones that I might have in my collection. Uh, Plain, so nothing. And typically with that, you use like a guide sheet behind. Mm -hmm. Uh, Grid, often five millimeter. However, Midori did a 10th anniversary special one that was like really teeny. It was like a two millimeter. So very stressful. Plotter has that mini grid. Tuesday. Disgusting. Did you not okay. know that? Oh, Ken, I, I have a love-hate relationship with Plotter. Okay. Okay. Let's not talk um, about Plotter. Let's keep moving on. <laughs> um, there are, okay, I put uh, like dots, which is the grid, but just the dots instead of the grid lines. The four corners of the... The four corners. Of the, yeah. Um, Knock Co. had done a, a dot dash back in the day. So it was the dots in the four corner and a dash for the rest of the grid, which was really cool. And one of the ones that I love in theory, but not in practice, is the reticle. So uh, I had to ask you what that is. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, it's the, it's like the star instead of a dot. It's a little cross. And Nanami Seven Seas Paper also did it and they called it the cross field. So it's a little, it's kind of like a half grid. <laughs> so the filled in lines are missing. Yeah. Um, it stresses me out a bit. I love Why? to look at it because if it's got, it's like, it feels like it should look nice. It takes up too much space. If you're doing ink art, like it mm-hmm. shows through too much, whereas a dot grid kind of is just a dot. Yeah. Um, so I really think that one is good for bullet journalers and I do not bullet journal. So, mm-hmm. uh, I only have one left. I have I used have, up one. Yeah, I, I purchased quite a bit when it was, you know, the scare about the old Tomo Is going it? away. And I have yet to crack them open. I have both A5 oh. and A6 and I'm dying to. And I just need to start Kat, using. I need to come over and help you with your paper orgy. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, oh, we need to just open everything and I will soil them all for you so that you don't feel stressed about using them. Yes, because you're right. That is a stressor. Well, it's not. Yeah. Sometimes it is a stressor, but it's also I just haven't had time to play with my pens and inks as much as I'd like to. Yeah. But I've, I've, I've been very busy for you the last yeah, like year, couple of months. actually. <laughs> yeah, year. And <laughs> I've gotten I've gotten a lot better in just not even caring, just having like not just one notebook, but several notebooks that I just do whatever in it. Well, here's it a question as well. What's that? I mean, you have a day job that is not pen stuff, unlike me, which is all right. pen stuff. Right. In your day job, do you use nice paper or do you use like cheap? Yeah. Or Not that cheap is bad. Uh, poor, fa- like not fountain pen friendly paper. Yeah. So that's a very good question. I used to use the free notebooks that I get at conferences <laughs> And then I realized that life, just like Retro 51, life is too short to use crappy paper. And so I gave away all those free notebooks that were not fountain pen friendly. And I was left with inexpensive yet fountain pen friendly paper, Mm -hmm. but it's still not bringing me joy. And so I have decided. What what do you mean? Like something like those random dollar store finds that are no, fountain pen friendly? Th- yeah, but those are actually, those aren't bad. Those are actually pretty nice in terms of. But the, they're not sexy. Yeah. It, I've specifically, I'm using right now the Muji. Um, oh, yeah. There's a Muji yeah. notebook that mm-hmm. is not the bleach paper. It's not that one that I got from you, like the bleach paper. It's a bunch of different Muji. So I, when I yeah. went to, I ended up going to, I think it was Hong Kong. And there was a Muji store and I just went, I just bought one of every notebook that was there yeah. and tried them out. And some were very fountain pen friendly and some of them were not it's at a bit all random, right? fountain pen yeah. friendly. Yeah. 
And so I got rid of, I mean, they were really inexpensive, like $2, $3. I got rid yeah. of all the ones that gave them away to friends, um, the ones that were not fountain pen friendly and were left with <laughs> the ones that were. And mm -hmm. I found that while it's found to pen friendly, it just doesn't show the properties of the the ink yeah. as well. And now I, it's not that I necessarily think Tomo is a good thing to take notes at work just because of the dry time. Yeah. But but I have been known to use Tomo at work, and I do enjoy because I just like the what's you know the paper, the notes, how they look with yeah. the ink and all this, right? So yeah. So anyway, yes. I after I finish this notebook that I'm on, I'm very close to finishing. I have decided that I'm only going to use nice paper. And I actually, think it's beautiful. I think the next thing that I'm going to do is use my postal co because, as you know, we purchased postal co's at the same time. Uh -huh. Yes, and I am going to use like my a year and a half after our producer pointed them out to yes. us, and we completely dismissed her because we That's were like, right. "Whatevs, what are they?" Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah. I think I'm going to use my A5 Postal Co. for my work notes because they... Oh, that's brilliant. It's it's totally brilliant because, first of all, this is... It does, sounds like a big thing, but it's not. But my desk is not that big. And to actually have a notebook that opens up and has two, yeah. like, a right side and a left two side, sides. it takes up too much room yeah. on my desk, right? And the Postal Co., as you know, just has... It's just like a pad. And you mm -hmm. just flip over the page to use the back side. Or not, right? But I think I'm just going to use that, and I think it's and it'll also force me. What I what I do is I actually scan my notes and file it electronically. But when they're in my notebook, I tend not to do that. But I that think if they're if they're awful. loose paper, no, it, it's not. You can just you know you can scan using your phone, Aziza. <laughs> you don't work. actually okay. scan. It's not. No, it's not too much work. It, it's a way to keep organized. Anyway. Oh, not my specialty. <laughs> so I am going to be using that, I think. That's um, pretty exciting. Either next or shortly She's after. She's already delaying it. I know, I know. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Okay, I'm, I'm making a note. <laughs> Candace Postal I'm three, Co. I'm three pages away. And that way I can actually use up use up some of the stash that I have. So first of all, as you know, I got a bunch of Kyoko, is it KB2? KBU paper? KB. What's it called? Yeah, just KB. Yeah. KB. KB paper. When we got our Postal Co., a friend gifted me a stack that I'm using, so I'll mm -hmm. use that. But I also have, as you know, a bunch of loose leaf Tomo and Cosmo. And I also have, mm -hmm. oh, geez, is it, is it bamboo? You know, the, no, stone? No. The stone sugar cane? I think it's the wheat pa the wheat paper that you can't get anymore. Remember, Woody Harrelson promoted it. Do you yeah, remember that? Yeah, wheat paper. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, I think one of the first sort of loose leaf, packages of paper that you could get was really fountain pen friendly yeah so i got like a whole several reams love, of it love love that paper yes and i'm so, so devastated of, that they got rid of it well you should see the eagle eye that goes on whenever my husband refills the photocopier machine or the printer machine to, to make, make sure he gets he, the right no so he doesn't use my paper yeah yeah and i so, would come pillage your, your, your stock totally i know i said do not use that paper unless i say that we can put it in so whenever i'm printing something out at work that i know i'm going to make notes on with my fountain yeah. pens i will use that paper to print yeah, yeah exactly. that's beautiful and so i um anyway i still have a few packages left of that and i'm planning to use that in my postico oh Oh, that's lovely. That paper, there's something about it. It's that color, the feeling, the way it performs. Just 
it's shading like, sheen and it doesn't take oh, that long to dry right like it's, it's like just... the perfect partner the perfect partner <laughs> anyway we are anyway, crazy uh i so, need to get you some regalia paper so i'm gonna do that yes yes please and does it come From in ends. does it come in uh oh, grid or dot or girl let me tell you about regalia okay <laughs> uh so this is a perfect time to transition to the news portion okay. of the podcast uh just a reminder that podcasts are going up on youtube if you're the person's that like to listen to your podcasts in video format. Um, you just get to watch like some cool ink moving around in, in the background. And a more exciting update, uh, podcast listeners will get to enjoy a special discount for the next 48 hours. It is actually going to be changing. So now it's going to be 10% off your orders of $100 and more. And don't forget, it's 100 Canadian dollars. And I'm the only person doing this. So I'm the only, I get your orders. I print your packing slip. I write you a little thank you note, put some stickers, <laughs> pack your order. Uh, so it means a lot to me, just for the record. And okay, you guys ready for this discount code? I'm pretty excited about this one. Okay, so it's GP Hobo Bite. <laughs> Gary, Patrick, Harry, Otis, Bob, Otis, Bob, Tango, Eric. Okay, can you just spell it in normal? <laughs> oh, okay, G- I'll try. G P. H O B O B I T E. I maybe that's too hard. Anyway, that's what it is. So that's what it is. <laughs> if you are hard of hearing or do struggle to understand the, the word, just to understand what I'm saying, just shoot me an email info at gourmetpenshop.com and I will make sure that the discount code goes through for you. So just if you didn't hear it properly, if, if there's any issues. You never know, right? Um, so I have, oh my gosh, I spent probably like an entire week of not sleeping before the Scriptus Pen Show adding new things to the website. So there's tons of new things to play with. So anyway. So you didn't answer my question. The regalia paper. Oh, sorry. Comes oh, yeah. In. So the, the reason <laughs> I mentioned that is because regalia comes in uh, hardcovered notebooks in ruled, plain, and grid, like dot grid. Right. And... Uh, they also have these really fantastic little pads. So it's a tear-off pad. Oh, um, They yes. come in A6 yes, and A5. They're absolutely amazing. So it's perfect for like daily posting, like daily quotes. Just um, amazing. Hands up. Hands up. Can yes. I get an A6, please, tear-off? <laughs> so <laughs> that I can so try cute. it for you and review yes. it? <laughs> please, yes. I need the feedback. And they're very portable because there's no wasted cover. Right? It's not taking up cover space. Yeah, I've so seen them. They have the pad. hard then they have the hard back on yeah. the back so that it's not yeah. all floppy, right? So they are very cute. I really like him. So anyway, that's that's what I got. And I think they deserve some love because they're really nifty. Any okay. Okay. And so, they don't take up too much room on your desk because it's just a pad and it's not a whole It's notebook, just a pad, right? not yeah. opening a notebook, taking yeah. up two sides. You don't yeah. have to worry about things lying flat. It's that's just right. you could tear off the page and get rid of it or, you know, like stick it in somebody's windshield if they parked poorly. Or whatever, or if you back into their car, I don't know. So, because <laughs> um, you want that shading and sheen to shine, you want it's like, I'm so sorry, I broke your headlights, <laughs> but it looks pretty. So there's that. Candice, before we sign off, I just want to, uh, you know, pay tribute to the Babel Bomb, which has not presented itself in a while, even though we are regularly butchering words, and the only reason is because. 
while we may be butchering the words, we're not really sure how to pronounce them correctly. So, and even when we find be, out, no. we apparently still don't. So, <laughs> we still don't hey, pronounce them correctly. It's, it was mo- it's been like, like months. Namaste. It's been months. I'm, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that. Uh, listen, I'm just cute, okay? That's a good that's thing what you get. Cute, right? Yeah, it's a good thing I'm cute. Anyway. It wears up really fast, though. Uh, but we're going to work on that, and we're going to bring back Babble Bombs. So if you do have Babble Bomb suggestions, or even better, if you want to help us out with the correct pronunciation of things, please, please, please reach out to us because that would help us out so much, and we would really appreciate it. And I am sure the rest of the pen world will as well. So we're going to sign out now because... That's all. I'm Aziza, a.k.a. Gourmet Pens, and you can find me at the Gourmet Pen Shop, lovingly packing your orders and sniffing tape. <laughs> and I am Candace Inks and Anchors on Instagram and YouTube. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. <laughs>Questions, comments, or suggestions? Shoot us a message at gourmetpensclub at gmail.com. And if you like what you hear, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know the best purchase we've purchased in all of 2023, possibly ever, is a hand vacuum. We love it. It is, it just, it's really tall and narrow and it Wait, sticks in a corner. I want to so we... see a picture of this. However, let's finish this. <laughs> let's first <laughs> sign off. Let's save the Babble Bomb for next week. Okay. Um, but, okay, why don't we... you record, just say that we're going to, yeah, mention yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. okay.